Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finnecaro and the bounty hunter, Boa Fett. Nope, actually, that's a one gunner Kennedy. I remember, oh, bitches. I remembered. I had one prep this week. Why? I, it, was, it was my duty to, to, to fulfill I that didn't. I did not remember. Oh. Trace had it all wrong. It was the opposite. It flipped on him. Speaking of things. <laughs> Go ahead, Gunner. Opposite land. Black, Black history has a month. Snow is falling up from the up from the ground into the sky. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Um, speaking of mass hysteria, and eh, not really mass hysteria, but dude, Screech died this past week. Mild hysteria. My, mild, mild, mild. Oh, mild. Oh. So what's a? He was only forty four. Which also kind of surprised me because I thought he was a little bit older than that. Not much, but a little bit. Um, I should have looked this up before I started the podcast, but uh, <laughs> who fucking does research? Because <laughs> I'm wondering, like, Mario Lopez, I'm pretty sure is old. Is, I thought he was, like, in his early 50s. Well, yeah, he was he was 37 when they filmed that series. So, y- yes, I would, I would Are say. Are you being facetious? Fun. I can't tell. Yeah, yes. Yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Something but tells it's me it's a fucked up story. Keep going. He's a candle. He's a candle that burned twice as fast and twice as bright. I, I think if Screech was assigned to this task, he wouldn't have done his research either. Right. Screech well, he just would have known it. He was the brain. He was. He was. Well, did Screech make bad decisions on Saved by the Bell? Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, aside from befriending one of the biggest dickheads on Earth. No, sociopath. Sociopath. (laughs) It's fucked up. So the story goes about, I guess, three weeks ago. He checks into the hospital because he's just saying overall he's not feeling well. uh, He's not getting better. They do some tests shortly after. They say he has, I'm pretty sure, stage four lung cancer. Uh, and three weeks later, he's dead. That's fucking terrifying. It is, and it's crazy how people can live like that long without. You know, it's like three weeks before death, he went and said something. Like he waited that long. I because- I used to think that I used to think exactly how you thought until I got really sick with the fucking with the. The with, with the pulmonary emboli. And it literally... With the blood clot. It just sneaks up on you. Clots. Well, it's not even that it snuck up on me. I think how this... I, th- I think like how people find themselves in these situations, myself included, it's super, super dangerous when there is a level of self-loathing and like self-deprecation. Because oh, yeah. it's just like my whole thing was... I was crazy, like out of breath, um, but I was just like, I'm, f- I'm fucking fat, not a shape, because you know I suck. But then it, it took like an extreme circumstance, which was kind of like, if you didn't go, then you'd probably be dead. It was like right on the cusp, 
where you kind of recognize like, okay, wait a minute. Walking to walking across the hall to take a piss is like a like I just ran a fucking marathon. That's not really normal because I do have fat friends and I see them walk upstairs and like they're a little bit out of breath, but not like this. <laughs> not like sucking and gasping for air. I'm one of my I mean, I associate with that group. That's your benchmark. Like, your benchmark is is your memory of of your of your other friends that should have a harder time climbing stairs than you. Well, it's, I'm just saying, like if it's if it's someone that I know for a fact is in significantly worse shape than I'm in, yeah, could could easily could do this task with pretty much ease without even thinking about it. That's how I literally was like. Oh wow, maybe something is wrong. And then when I em- envisioned like being on campus and have on the on the the hospital campus that I was actually ironically going to for a sales call, um it was like a quarter mile and I was like if I can't walk across the fucking hall, I can't Oh shit, I can't work. And like that was like another like ding ding ding. Hey idiot, if you can't even like <laughs> function at work because you can't walk, maybe something is really really wrong. I think about that story all the time. I'm like, I got to like go and get something out of the upstairs and I, I go up and I come back down and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, if I, if I had a fucking blood clot in my lung, like, would I know it? And then I like start like psyching myself out and I'm like, am I, have I been having problems breathing like for a while? And then like we get like two fucking feet of snow dumped on us and I spend a, an hour shoveling and I'm like, no, my lungs are fine. They're fine. I just, yeah. I had I'm nothing just- to actually make myself like, like use them. I'm just like sitting around like my body's just, I don't know. Like, I, I, like my lungs are getting, are getting atrophy because <laughs> they're not being used. I think about that a lot though. Well, the thing was, it wasn't even just one; it was two. It was so bad. So if you only ha- if if you only had one, it might even be more difficult to kind of detect, which is the scary yeah. fucking thing. But this dude had fucking like stage four lung cancer. Like, I got to imagine. You know, he, he again. He he was not a person who lived a, a subtle life. No, that's true. Yeah, I. It, so his and his real name I, is Dustin Diamond, right? Yes, correct. Um, was he in other things besides his Saved by besides the Bell? Like a porno he made? Yeah, he. Saved that, by I the remember, Bell, unfortunately, I vaguely remember unfortunately, his only thing. That was his only he other thing. He only did. For, what was that? He made a dildo, I think, too. Oh. He suffered from the Xbox, the Xbox problem. Did he call it the Dustin Diamond dildo? I mean, I, I don't know. I think it was the screech or something like that. Yeah, the I guess D- the DDP. Yeah, more ladies would probably want it to be the screech, but he wasn't like a desirable character on the show, from what I recall. Here's here's the problem, and this is kind of it does make me a little sad. Dustin Diamond has acted like a complete prick. Um, he's acted like a jerk. Uh, he's obviously felt kind of jilted. I'd I'd seen him as an adult, right? He wasn't. He wasn't the most gracious guy, but the fact is, is he was a child actor that was the comedy foil on a on a wildly popular like teenage drama, and he was the fucking ugly one. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so all these other supermodels he's fucking acting around, you know, they all move on to other things. What mm-hmm. good? You know, they've all moved on to other things that are significantly more successful. And he's he, stuck he, as fucking screech because that's how he looks. He, that's he true. Never but got, he never got to have it. Oh, he never got to have a Stevan moment like Julia White. True. It's a good point. But there's other there's other actors that aren't you know model material that have proved oh, themselves to the to the yeah they uh, they've proved themselves to the industry. You know they maybe yeah, maybe some of them. What are you going to say Keep about going. Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi didn't start as it. I think being I think being an actor at that young an age, if you yes. really don't have super super stable yeah. stabilizing and normalizing influences well, in your life, can you you can go down a real dark hole. The the eighties was really bad. The eighties was really bad about that. The system, but it's also just like you're. He literally became it's it you know like how they talk about like how every actor that plays the Joker is kind of completely completely fucked by it. Like there's Except just something negative. Well even Jack Nicholson, he talked about like he he had some he you know, and again, I, I don't know how much of this is like Huna Huna crystal bullshit, but there's right. just there's something when you you know, like it, it, it's kinda you know, it's a it's a it's a dumb Jungian psychology thing, but like when when you when you become the personification of the kid that you would give shit in high school, it's very hard to shed that once you stop being that in an abstract. You know, like when you deliberately pretend to be that person outside. You know, like again, because he wasn't he he didn't have you know he didn't have his fucking art film breakout. You know, like what was it? Robert Pat Robert Pattinson had to fucking disappear for a couple years. Start doing like fucking art movies with uh, yeah, but Robert Pattinson like he wasn't a child fucking actor. He's a teenager. Yeah, like I I agree. I think that a lot of the times they they'll typecast the children actors because it's easier to typecast them as their current personality than it is to find a child actor that can that can you know really stretch their limits. But what that does is is it doesn't really give them a proper exposure. To what it's like to be an actor and then you know you, you if your show's on three five seven eight years and then you're just dumped in the middle of of the rec the rest of these very experienced actors that have been pushing themselves you know trying to actually be different characters and play different roles in movies completely different types of movies and meanwhile and you know- <laughs> you've been on a tv show how do you compete and, and honestly and it's a great point because it's not like he never had to be out on his own and and know the struggle that a lot of these actors do that go years and years and years and nothing fucking happens for them, right? Well, like he has his own struggles, don't be wrong, but he had to experience the fucking rejection essentially at the age of what, like twelve or uh, like eleven, twelve, maybe thirteen. I actually I don't actually know how old he was, but he wasn't that old. Forty four when he croaked. I always assume that those that those high school actors are like eighteen. I always assume that they're eighteen. I don't know why, but I always assume that they're like, you know, they they aren't too young. That they're like they're, they're they're like old enough to, I don't know, be contributing members of society if they had to. So the first episode of Saved by the Bell, which, um, you know, Greech was, was eleven. 
it was in 1989. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And it, 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 in for for real, I mean, if you look, you know, there's there there's you've seen Bojack Horseman, right? There, no, I mean, I know what it is, but I've never watched it. Okay, because the, 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 the show that Bojack does was a sitcom in the 80s. 80s television is like some dark fucking... In... There's a reason that there's all these kind of like weird sex disturbing Hollywood shit. Not, not doesn't, you know, it just, it's a very, I mean, like Hollywood is a very destructive industry in general. 80s television around then was just like the fucking bottom barrel, you know, two steps removed from cannibal holocaust as far as just negative energy that went into it. Okay, he was yeah, he's 11 years old when he started Saved by the Bell. You know, yeah, and that's I think crazy. That's I crazy. Think it went think like about my son. My son's about <laughs> my oldest is that age. Right. Like thrown it, onto yeah, a Hollywood were... set, typecasted. He loves it. He wants to do it, yeah. But he's been he's been typecasted, and you know the the rest of these. I mean, they're infinitely more attractive than Screech, right? Like Screech is typecasted because of the way he fucking looks, and it's like, yeah. But to him, it's real. To him, it's this is what he wants to do with the rest of his life. He wants to do with his career, but it's just like. You know, you get out when you're 17, I think. I think they, like, say by the Bell was like four years and they had like no, he, the college years he, or something. He, he yeah, he, basically they, they pulled the plug on his television acting career at, when he was 23. So, yeah, if you're, for, that's like, that, you know, like 20, like 12 years. That's a decent span for a job. But then it's like, you know. Where do you go after? Uh, Well, they said that he tried to. You know, again, I'm not looking at his. I'm not looking at the Wikipedia article here, but uh, you know, like he tried, he tried to run as a stand-up comic, which is fucking super brutal. Yeah, you know? especially after you after you have like TV money and shit. Like, I don't think that I don't think there's such thing as like I don't know. I feel like real comedy is born of tragedy. Right, yeah, well, no, no. It, but he, also stand up's got to be tough. You either have to be tough. like you said. You either have the tra- you either have these these crazy stories, right? That 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 you write about, like um, um, uh, like Charlie Murphy, right? <laughs> like you know, <laughs> is, that's, that's also why Charlie Murphy got young. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I don't think he was a comedian, right? He just had a. He just had a famous no. brother. And frankly, but, <laughs> sadly enough for him, like he's still playing the zoinks screech yeah. at 23 years old because that's yeah. all there is for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so like you can, you can get away with just having good stories um, or you can just be a fantastic writer and writing is writing is a grind, man, like writing good jokes and, and then you turning those good jokes into a good set where you well, actually, there, like, but there's not stand up in front of people and you introduce them to something their ears haven't heard and, and you keep landing jokes, you know, hopefully at like a, like a 60 to 80% like land uh, ratio. And then, and then at the end you have to tell a final joke that kind of brings them all back in. That's tough writing. Right. And that's a lot of trial and error. Like you got to go to a lot of empty fucking audiences to practice that. Shit. 
so okay say we live in bizarro world which we do dustin dustin diamond the louis ck of the last decade how does that go well i'll tell you how it goes and this is the advice i would have given him at 23 at 23 i mean but at that point i was like fucking I was only 16 or 17 or 15. I would have said, I know you want to act and I know you love it. Get away from it for a little while. Recede down. Stay in the business. Learn what a producer does. Learn what a fucking if you if you if he's a good writer, write. Just stay out of the light. Recede. Well, and then when you turn fucking like 35, pop up in some fucking random like well, comedy. Where people are like, "Holy fuck!" It's Screech, like Harold and Kumar, or something. Yeah, and like, yeah. and relaunch your fucking career there. Well, because one of the things I, I, you know, uh, Joey Diaz and you know Rogan, what they talk about is that it's very hard for a quote unquote actor. To, you know, like you have, you have to. It, it's almost impossible to go actor to comedian. Sure, like you sure. could do the other way. Yeah. But you know, it's it's it. There's 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 almost like there's almost this social Darwin. You know, like there's this social Darwinism shit going on. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, your reputation your reputation kind of precedes you. Like, um, you know who did it really well? Um, what's his name there? Danny Tanner. Uh, Full House. Well, he was a comedian. Well, he was. Oh, uh, yeah, he was. He was comedian way before Full House. Was he? Was he the same yeah. type? Was yes. he the same type of that's why it was that's why it was like really funny because it was like the complete antithesis. He's always been one of the filthiest comics ever. So he was doing that filthy comedy stuff like like well before well, he landed his full house yeah, job. And, uh well before did he go full to, house first or was it America's funniest home videos first? No, he it was full house. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that was the that was the that was the eighties. Well, because it's actually pretty much the career path you're talking about. Where he did that, you know, he did that like he made his money on doing the getting a series and getting residuals, and then he could go back to doing where the fuck he felt like. But yeah, and the right. part part of his bit, but part of his bit too, to to be fair to Trace, is that like when he ca- got done with the Ameri- you know, being America's dad, as it were, he went full, de- de- you know, full debaucherous. Yeah, like back to the old king stuff. of indolence. Well, you know, and a little more because now it's like you know, I, I, what? You're not gonna let me show up on television? Fuck you! I don't need your money. Like, I, you know, it's 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 not it's you know it's and it's not it's not like um oh why is it, what the fuck's his name uh Andrew Dice Clay where that's a fuck there, there's another guy who's like fuck you know like because you know it's it's stuck in the bits but like it, have you seen the dice man as yeah, of late as he's it's fucking descending. sad like <laughs> because the people that like thought you were really funny and like edgy are mostly dead or dying like your your pinnacle of your of your comedy was in like the early to mid 80s and there were probably people in their 40s or 50s that thought that was just a fucking riot but like and there's been so many be- like he's gotten what's also really bad as a comic if you're a fucking comic you can't show that someone gets under your skin once you do that and he's done that several times 
Andrew Dice Clay's. Ugh. Do you have you guys seen uh, um, Lucy K's uh, <laughs> like kind of apology stand up <laughs> that he did after after his whole debacle? No, I haven't. It's um. It's worth watching. I actually, I found myself laughing throughout the majority of it. Um, but he he starts it off, and he's like, you know, he's like, people are some people are in some weird stuff. Everybody's into some weird stuff. You just you hope people don't know what that weird stuff is. Everybody knows what I'm into. <laughs> it's good though. It's really good. Um, that's got to be even crazier. Like, I mean, he it, to have to be able to bounce back as a comedian from something like that. Well, I think it was. I think of all the me, all the all the stuff that was happening in the height of the Me Too movement. It was probably the least egregious because there was some yeah. really, really, really bad shit going on. And don't get me wrong, it. I don't know. I still fucking hold the stance that. If you and maybe I have the maybe I have the story wrong, but from the understanding is, fans go back there and he asks them, "Yeah, can I masturbate in front of you?" Now, I don't know if uh, so. So correction, they weren't fans; they were comedian. They were they were comedians. Okay, that was part of the you know like that was part of where this. That was part of where this was kind of, you know, like there were, they talk about this whole thing where it's like there was this assumption of power and, you you know, because in theory, in theory, Louis could influence their ability to get work in the thing and blah, 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 blah. But I, I guess, you know, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm walking over. You no, 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 no. No, because you're actually enlightening me, enlightening me on facts that I really didn't know about. Uh, but, but more to the point, I guess the thing is, is that. Again, it's super creepy behavior. Louis C.K.'s whole shtick right. <laughs> is he's a depraved a fucking, fucking yeah, like a depraved <laughs> yes. fucking you know he's fucking like, he's, perv. He's 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 like a mildly more functional Jimmy Norton. Have you heard about? I've I'm starting to hear, and I don't mean to get off screech. And we can definitely go back, but I'm starting to hear some allegations coming out about Marilyn Manson and his like exes. No. Oh yeah, no. That's that. How is that? That's like like, like that's fucking surprising. So, uh, do you know any of the allegations, like Gunner? Like, or well, no, yeah, no. He's that was the whole thing is that he has had, you know, like, and this is by this has been a conversation in 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 the circles for a while now. But yeah, is that he's had very very flagrantly abusive relationships with multiple women like public scene and i have to ask you in this day and age because are we talking like physical abuse are we talking like berating and like verbal abuse uh both okay like you know like you know like borderline personality disorder kind of stuff like if you are not with me i must you know like i must destroy you Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I'm I'm sorry that you saw that side of me. You know, I'm a, you may like you know the. I get it. The mind fuckery. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and big surprise, dude. I mean, not uh, you know, not, Evan Rachel Wood. That's yeah. the, uh, is she an actress? Yeah, she's the, yeah she's she's, she's the, 
She's the main. She's the main actress in uh, in Westworld. Westworld. Oh, that's her. She dated yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yes. Apparently. No shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, sexual assault and psychological abuse. It's uh, it's interesting. Like you know, and when they say psychological abuse, like getting basically the same kind of shit that Scientology would do, which is like finding out horrible, you know, like finding out stuff that you consider horrible secrets about yourself and then threatening to reveal them to other people, you know, like getting you to trust open up and then threatening to reveal them to uh, reveal it to other people. I I thought you meant Rose McGowan. I was like, I, I don't remember her coming out against him. I, as far as I know, she hasn't, but I, but I, I haven't been following it closely she, enough. In fact, I kind of just learned this today. She was, but she was one of the first people that, uh, that, that was coming out in the, the whole Me Too thing. But it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't against him, though. It is kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. Okay. This is, uh, let, me, let me, especially in the, the societal um, area, that's not me saying, well, that's very interesting. Like, it's, it's just kind of like, man, she had a pretty good, uh, she had like a really good platform to talk about it. And, but who knows, you know, maybe they, maybe he, he wasn't like that with her. Maybe she was, because the, the, Evan Rachel Woods is about six years younger than us. And I, I don't know how old Manson is, but, um, I, 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 my understanding was, is that there was, there was some, there was some hinting of grooming with. Rugby yeah, like he's fifty-two as well. So he's you know twelve. He's thirteen years older than we are. So, uh, uh, Rose McGowan is. I, I think she's probably closer to his age. Maybe not quite. Um, she is. Sorry, guys, doing it on the fly. She's forty-seven. So she's only five years younger than Manson. So maybe he didn't like get the opportunity because she was just like, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? We're on a little bit, we're on a little bit similar emotional maturity levels here. So it may not have, you know, their, their relationship may not have been like that, but you know, you're talking to, I, I, yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is that this is not to, you know, there, there, there's certain, When, 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 you know, when you're talking about a person whose kind of whole psychological aesthetic is this nihilistic, you know, the will of, you know, will is the law and all that kind of, you know, like the will is the law of the land and kind of Marilyn Manson, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, 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 yeah, you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful of your phrases because I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you're saying, you're saying those girls deserved it. No, I'm 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 saying that there's like there's there's pathologies that can that, you know it, basically you can get into a course of behavior that allows more and more negative pathologies to express themselves. It's crazy and, too. I mean, I remember um I remember a story about um about a, a, an Amish woman and uh, she was being abused by her husband, and <laughs> when she tried uh, reporting it to her elders, they pulled her. They're teeth. like. They're like, what did you do to deserve this? And she's like, I didn't do anything. He's, he's hurting me. He's, he's abusing me. And they're like, well, everything is God's will. So you must be pissing off God if God's will is making you hurt. 
And she's like, no, I, this, I did nothing to deserve this. And it's, it's odd how, like how ingrained there is in just in culture over the years that, um, that women are like a form of property and how, like, we just hear about these things now. It's like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I, it's, I guess it's, it's not too surprising to me, like with some of the stories, like with Kevin Spacey, you know, not, not saying that he did these things to women. Um, but with, you know, when Kevin Spacey is, is accused of, of sexual misconduct, but like Marilyn Manson, it's like, no, you're kind of like, you're kind of like more progressive than, than what most people were doing in that age. It seems like it's, I don't know. It seems like if, if you can dress like half man, half woman and paint your face and dye your hair and, wear outfits that look like your genitalia are kind of there and kind of not, you'd think you'd be pretty accepting of the female race. I think like well, the most important thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you've been trying to speak. Go ahead. I'll, I'll talk after. That's no, okay. Cause I get, cause it's the, it's the, it's the flip side of the Leve, you know, Anton Levian Satanist in the temple of, you know, the temple of set Satanist where it's like, you know the 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 Anton Levian Satanist is all kind of the golden you know it really it's the golden rule which is that like you know you can it, it you can do horrible shit you just have to accept the consequences of doing horrible shit to a certain you know like I think you it's shouldn't a, yeah I think but, another thing to remember is like and then you have the Temple of Set Satanist where it's like I'm fucking evil. <laughs> Yeah, but I think yes. like I think the the this is kind of we we take artists and we take musicians and we take them yeah. and all their work at complete full value and that's just an aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. kind of yeah. no, like you're right. we th like and in interviews with with Marilyn, he seemed like a pretty progressive dude, but mm -hmm. at the same time, there's. You know, there could be something there where it's like, yeah, he's a pretty, he seems like a pretty cool dude, but man, in relationships, he's really fucking weird and he has kind of a difficult time with like, or not even not a difficult time, but he's got like some major like power and power struggle issues. Like, yeah, you know, and that's titles and yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, it's a performing art and just because you're, just because your, your art, um, portrays an image of you doesn't mean you even come close to upholding that in your everyday life and values. So a funny, th funny thing is, so we had Brody on a couple episodes ago and, uh, I, we're listening to, to out, out in the warehouse. They, they, they have satellite radio. So everyone, while everyone's working, they can kind of have a little something going on in their, in their ears, aside from just, you know, power industrial trucks zipping up and down aisles. Um, and Pearl jam has been out a lot. And I kind of got on a Pearl Jam kick one night when I was just, you know, hanging out on the couch. Um, and so what I had no idea was Alive uh, on the 10 album, Alive um, once, and then something about In the Gallows, Eddie Vedder wrote as this like uh, mini opera. And it's about a young boy who's sexually molested by his mother that turns into like a serial killer and then eventually is executed. Oh, but when, yeah, like when I hear, so alive is, is literally about like the sexual abu abuse and like kind of 
there's some graphic stuff in there which you wouldn't take as graphic so when this like album came out and eddie vetter explained like what the songs were all about mm-hmm. they're like oh my god like that must have happened to you because you you're so be passionate a- about the music yeah, you must be a serial killer and, well they're just like you must have been you must have had some sort of trauma as a child and he was like no <laughs> he's like it's so loosely up- based on my life he's like my father who I thought was my father was actually my adoptive father. And my real father was a musician. He's like the rest of the shit, the sexual abuse, all the horrible shit in alive is fiction that I wrote. Imagine someone bringing that argument to Stephen King. Like, are you, are you a scared? Right. Of, are you afraid of, well, of, of clown spiders? You must be afraid. Of I, clown spiders. I, I, I would just want to posit this one thing uh-huh. that Maine actually is the fucking eruption point of most otherworldly horror on the north american continent uh, the state so, of maine is uh, you're saying yes yes because maine basically stops halfway through you know we have we have a we have a you know i don't know i say say a friend we have a friend who's kind of in the you know with a with a, with, with his hands on the lever of government up there but like half of maine is civilization and the other half is oh you don't, I don't think you belong around here i would say hey you know, it's it's the fucking roads stop halfway through, and it's not because they ran out of it's not because they ran out of money to finish them. It's because they don't want anything that lives in that half making it easily. It's making its way easily to the rest of the coast. I mean, I went to Maine you know, once, and it was a good. Ex- it was a positive experience. Oh, no, no, no <laughs> yes, but what part? What part of Maine? On the coast. According to Gunner, because, they all no, talk like they're Canadian. Well, no, because the thing is, is it, yeah, like true. up, like <laughs> northern, northern Maine slash the the Canadian border, you know, like that Canadian border area in Nova Scotia. It's like full yeah. on, yeah. That that's full on Innsmouth, you know, fucking fish demons from beyond the great, <laughs> the great break settled there many many years ago, and and, and make you know and enjoy maple syrup. And uh, you know, talking in tongues that that cause light to form into strange angles. <laughs> you, know, you 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 mentioned Brody, um, and uh, it reminded me. I was um, I went to the I went to the um, Museum of Science and Technology in the middle of COVID. Uh, oh, the most <laughs> yeah. In, in Syracuse, New York, I went there in the middle of uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I was curious. We were, we were curious what was open because we're starting to go crazy, you know, being being unlocked on like everyone else. And uh, fortunately, in our area, we're allowed to do some things. I, from what I understand, a lot of larger cities they still aren't allowed to like walk without a dog and stuff like that. Have you been Have you been picking up on that as well? Um, have you heard of this nonsense? Can't walk without. So I will say. Not that Providence is a gigantic major city. I mean, it's essentially a suburb of Boston, some would argue. Um, but people are have been allowed to, I mean, pretty much since, uh, I want to say last spring, people were kind of allowed to, as long as they were walking and kind of wearing their masks when they were around people. Yeah, I've seen um, it, several um, YouTubers uh, talking about this and I don't know which, where, where huh. they're from. I should, I should find out where they're from. Um, I know one of them, one of them is, is from Britain. So I don't know if it was like, if maybe it was oh. recorded during the peak of the pandemic, but I've seen a lot of people reporting that they aren't allowed to go out unless they're walking their dog. And it's just a way to limit the amount of people in the streets. 
So what will happen is, is people are dog sharing in these cities in order to have an excuse to go walking. Yeah. They'll walk their dog to their friend's house, hang out there for a little bit. And then their dog will, then their friend will take the dog and walk, you know, somewhere else. And, um, but they're doing this dog sharing thing. Um, very interesting. I don't know how common that is. I know Gunner thinks it's a viable market and it probably is for, for a whole, like, I don't know, maybe however, however much longer. Oh uh, God, please. I'm just thing. like, please, by the time I get married, please let's have two more, fucking... two more, two more years. Two more years. That. So, so we, we, we go there and I was afraid um, we went during, during the weekend. So I was afraid that they were going to be busy. Um, and w- what I was really afraid of was that because of social distancing, they were going to have like a, you know, like a limit on how many people, uh, could go in at a time. So it's like, well, you know, maybe we can buy the tickets online. So that way we get our, our, our you know, our, our spot in, in, in line. Um, but no, actually, it's Syracuse has been has been like an orange zone or whatever for for so long. I don't think people. I think people just aren't doing stuff like that anymore. So the museum was just completely empty. Like <laughs> it was just us and a couple of other families in there um, for the entire day. And they did like these two blocks, and we went in like the later block um, um, of people. And uh, but man, it was weird. It was weird going to a museum where like i would say like 50 percent of the of the exhibits like are shut down because they're just like a they're just cesspools just waiting to spread the virus it's very odd i haven't gotten to the point where i i, I was thinking of brody but it was very odd going to a going to a museum in the middle of the pandemic uh, like a an interactive you know what i mean not like walking yeah. around and like staring at art no you're but, touching you know, shit yeah yeah um, so that was very odd, but, uh, what surprised me the most, um, no pun intended, um, <laughs> what surprised me was, um, there's a, there happens to be, I, I remember, you know, anytime I ever went there, I remember it right across the street from, from the most, um, growing up, there was this record store. Soundgarden. Yes. Soundgarden. And, uh. I remember going in there. I think I bought a couple of CDs from there. Um, and I, I really liked that place because I don't remember there being a lot of uh, record stores when I was, when I was really young, a- after a while, you know, there started to be some, some um, record stores that would pop up, but uh, I, I, th- it's still fucking open. Like that place is still open. Like, <laughs> it will never die. I'm, I honestly, I don't, it's gotta be, I can't. I don't even know. Is it, is it the vinyl? Is it like the kind of collector the vinyl collector said, movement keeping alive? On the outside, it said CDs and DVDs. So I'm guessing most of it is used DVD uh, purchases. That's it's a guess, but I'm guessing that most people are bring they're buying and they're bringing their DVDs back there, and it's almost like a red box where for a cheap price you can get a DVD, but in this case you own it. That's the only thing I can think of because then the reason I say this this is completely. Um, um, it, it's really, it's really just my perception, um, from, from selling stuff. But, uh, whenever we have like garage sales, the DVDs are the first to go. I don't know if you guys really? have done garage sales. Yeah. Huh. Like still in 2020 or, you know, now 2021, I haven't done one in this, this year. Um, 
Yeah, they're like the first item to to sell. Like everyone looks through them. They're so excited to, and it's like, don't just stream everything on TV. But it's like, in in the era of like, you can't, you know, you you have all of your these Disney movies that you bought on VHS. Um, you know, you if you could find like Little Mermaid on DVD, you're gonna fucking buy it. You know, for for fucking two dollars or five dollars at a garage sale, you're gonna buy it. So that's the only thing I can think is keeping them alive. But I still wonder, like, like did they just buy the building so they don't have to pay rent? Like, how, how are they making their fucking rent? I that is a I have no idea. As a as a shell company for an inter- international finance conglomerate. <laughs> I wish I knew this when Brody was on because I'm sure he would have had he has so much information about the owners, you know, and and you know what they sell, how they make their money, how they've you know how they've made it through. You know, he pro- like maybe there's an online business that they have oh. which is keeping them afloat. Maybe they got Funko Pops in there. Maybe they're doing the whole like Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah. Somebody ha- somebody has to sell them when GameStop goes out of business. Oh, they're never going to go out of business. We talked about that. Apes, yeah. Stonks. Well, you, you say that. You say that. Apes together strong. Uh, <laughs> not for long. Oh my god, the fucking down spiral has already begun. How yes. so? Didn't you see the whole thing? Like, well, the stocks kind of been. Are they? Well, I mean, that's okay. well. And, and they're, the SEC is going to be getting involved soon. Apparently, I it's not a. It's not okay to manipulate the stocks using Reddit. Apparently, it's just that's so fucking bogus. And it's well, it's because the, it's because the, there's a fine line between Reddit saying, "Hey, buy this stock," and like somebody like Elon Musk saying it. And well, the SEC doesn't know what to do. Yeah, well, because the other thing is, is that supposedly one of the one of the things that's getting kicked around now is that a bunch of the people who were kind of pushing on the the GameStop one, they saw them with sock. There there's multiple sock puppet accounts that they had. That yeah, so they were they were earning way more money on on many different things and essentially whipping people up into a frenzy. Well, what what actually what they're saying is that now what they're talking about is that there may have been deliberate manipulation by other hedge funds. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so, so think about it. Yeah. So, so, so think about it this way, right? I fucking <laughs> hate humans like, so much. Yeah. Yeah. We think of it. Oh, there's these hedge funds. They lost billions of dollars, and they did. They did. They lost billions of dollars. But they they're committing com- money, right? But, yeah. Take a yeah. Take a look at it from from the other side. What if what if someone got in right before the frenzy and then got out? Right at the end of the frenzy, and I mean, there is people. There's people like you and I that that became millionaires overnight just sure. by saying, "You know what? I'm going to throw ten thousand dollars into this stock," and that's insane. To the moon. Um, now think about real investors. Think about real investors that knew that this was going to happen. So, um, yeah, the SEC is is like they they don't really know how to handle this. Um, some of the some of the apps have come out and apologized. Like the um, the CEO of Robinhood, I heard him being interviewed by Elon Musk actually, and he came to his own defense. He's like, "No, we we had to stop people buying because because if it's something about um, the stability of of volatility, the, yeah, the volatility, uh, yeah, of the of the the money going through his app, they it needs to, it, he needs to be able to secure that and uh, yeah." 
and he could have gotten shut down by the SEC if he didn't if he didn't interfere. So he kind of came to his own defense. Um, but then there's some of these other apps, and they're like, no, we want to we want to beat out Robin Robin Hood. Um, we want to be the next big app. So they're like, no, you know what, users, we're sorry, we did the wrong thing. Come to us now. Yeah, I mean, hey, but for better or worse, I put three hundred in that in Robin Hood like a year ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really just fucking around. Um, I was down to like 250 before all this shit happened. I got mm-hmm. a hot tip on Dogecoin. I threw like 86 bucks in there, and now I'm in the black on Robinhood. So I yanked all the money out of Dogecoin. Fuck it. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wade well, made $76. He's like, ching. Well, no. Hey, whatever. I was down like I was down like 50 bucks forever. And then I was like, oh, now I'm up to 400 and something. So I, I, I actually, and I, I don't know how much either of you guys actually were following what was going on in the background of this and why I suppose is the, the, the what, what's actually coming out is that um, a lot of these, you know, what I call it, retail, quote unquote, retail investors aren't actually real brokerages. Like they have to go through somebody else, but it's also like just the nature of like, you know, there's, there's, there, there's like, there's three things that really are making this whole this whole situation super scary which is that um every there's effectively one company in the entire country if not the world that handles these stock sales i think it's called sdc or something like that mm-hmm. but they're effectively the, they're effectively the 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 mark you know like how you you know how like you have people set the odds for like sports games and hotel you know horse races and stuff like that yeah in vegas Vegas. yes vegas the bookmaker yeah effectively does this for stocks and part of the what they do is they also say okay you need to have this much money on hand to back up whatever stock you're buying you know so basically if you're doing a brokerage you have to have you know, and usually the 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 the, the what are the collateral requirements or something like ten percent. In the middle of this, they change it to a hundred percent for every stock that was getting sold at GameStop and BlackBerry and AMC. Right, 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 right. Yeah, to slow it down. And yeah, it, the the problem the problem is is that like all these retail investors, they're not real banks. So like the big guys basically can just cut deals between each other. So they sidestep the system. And the retail ones, even though they're fucking, you know, even though they're, you know, money, you know, Wall Street guys, they're the us equivalent of the Wall Street guys. I, I like the way that Elon Musk worded it because he, Elon Musk listened to the, the CEO of Robinhood talk for quite a while. It was like, yeah, it, it was it was quite the long interview. And then at the end of it, Elon Musk was like, so so you didn't have a choice. And he's like, no, no, we, we, we didn't have a choice. We had to we had to stop uh, stop people buying. Unlimited selling, and Elon Musk goes, "Okay, well, if you didn't have a choice, then, then we then we have to we have to get mad at someone besides you." <laughs> it's like, who do we who do we get mad at? Yeah, who do we get mad at? Yeah, like like who who stopped you? Because <laughs> that's the person that we need to uh, get in a fight with. Yeah. Um, but um, and did I, he did he give did he tell him like who? Yeah, yeah, he went into detail. He explained in detail about how. I mean, because you got to remember that a lot of this stuff, um, uh, 
So, and I, I don't want to spend too much because we spent a lot last week on this topic and, and I know Gunner has a, has a topic he wants to touch base on, but uh, apparently it's, it's a matter of like freedom of speech versus, um, versus the, versus the security exchange, security and exchange exchanges commission. I don't know. SEC. Yeah, no, you're, um, you're right. Yeah. Freedom of speech versus the SEC. And there's been like four, I think. Like four like big cases where somebody tried using the defense of freedom of speech against the SEC and they've lost all four times. Like, hmm. like the <laughs> stock manipulation is stock manipulation. They don't really, they don't really care if you have the freedom to talk about it. Um, it when when the entire um, when the entire economy is at stake. They're like, no, we we get to decide. So, I, I again, I don't know the specifics, but um, it it sounds like it sounds like this isn't the first time this has happened. It's just the first time that it's happened in this like uh like this this online uh, manipulation social media yeah. age, right? Well, it, it's it's fuck it's fucking it's this microtransaction shit. Like it, it uh, these the, the micro like the 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 microsecond trading fucking, you know. Moving multiple thousands of shares every mm -hmm. femtosecond to shave a penny, like a quarter of a penny off or something like like that's going to fucking kill. That's going to fucking kill capitalism. It's just point. it's it's odd to me that like you can't manipulate the stocks even if it's a meme stock, even if it's a joke. Unless like that's what's insane to me. Is it illegal? It's illegal to talk about it as a meme. I mean, no, it's not yet, right? They haven't really ruled on on how Reddit's supposed to like play in the larger part of things. But most people are predicting that Reddit will get shut down and everyone will move to a new home. Like, not yeah, Reddit. It's, it's just we're just gonna move. Yeah, we're just gonna fucking move. Wall Street bets. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of joking that it's that that to they're the just moon. gonna they're gonna be forced to be decentralized and it'll just be a little bit harder to get the get to the information. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't see much fucking value in a stock market to begin with. <laughs> I publicly traded companies are for the most part shit because they're run by mobs, mobs of people who invest their fucking money and don't do anything to better the company. They just sit on their asses and expect the shareholders expects to fucking make money because well, they gave them some money. It's fucking horse shit. Overall, it's a fucking it's I'm not a massive fan of the concept. Well, you know, and this also gets into this interesting, you know, practical adult problems aside. The company that bailed Robinhood out is also one of its biggest investors because they're trying to get Robinhood ready for an IPO, ironically, so that you can buy shares of Robinhood. Mm -hmm. And it would look pretty bad if Robinhood fucking went under before <laughs> in, the, in the middle of going getting ready for an IPO. So that might disappear for a year or two, but it's like, <sighs> I, I wish I knew enough about the stocks to argue or agree with you, Wade. Um, it's hard. It's It's really hard for me to, to, to wrap my head around like the fundamentality of them. Like if it's something that every economy just eventually settles on. Um, I, I know in China, they don't have, they don't really have this, this, this idea of, of individuals being able to invest their money. Um, so instead China's created this, like this really odd, like this one industry that people can invest their retirements into. And as a result, it's caused something like much worse than, than any oh, yes. of the bubbles we've ever seen. Um, it's these ghost cities that they're building because it's only, 
<laughs> the money can only go into uh, housing. Really? <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing they allow people well, to I mean, invest in. We had <laughs> a we had a retirement plan in this country yeah, <laughs> before true. it got before it got it was, borrowed against and fucking all of well, our futures oh, were, were gambled and lost. You know, but <laughs> by fucking say, people before us. It, it, I, I was going to say like. It, it, the retirement plan is a forty-five revolver and a and a, and a shot. No, the retirement plan is fucking. You know, I'll die at my station. They can roll me over, throw me into the mass grave, and keep going. Well, you know, speaking of retirement plans, um, Gunner had a great topic, which we've completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> blown past. But we got a few minutes left. Um, and Gunner's topic was, um, what things are you looking to change this year? Hopefully, it doesn't involve a revolver. Yes, I thought we no, talked no. about this concept. That revolver loss a lot. Well, we talked for like forty minutes. That was not they're not being recorded. So maybe no, we I th- to. no. I mean, I thought another show we talked about this. I think Gunner just brings this up every time. Yes, <laughs> he just oh, brings this. Gunner's just constantly wants to <laughs> oh, fix, no. fix mean, problems like, with his life. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Gunner tells us about what he wants to change this year. Maybe we don't all need. To, maybe we did already talk about this. No, well. You know, it's just like, so, what would you do, what would you be doing right now if you didn't have to be a quote-unquote responsible adult? Connor, you tell us. You know, like, you tell well, us what you Oh, see, do. now I'm on the spot. No, you're getting put well, on the know, spot, again, because like, Wade says you've already brought up I'm this topic. Spot. <laughs> and we have, like... Uh, no, the, no, have- no, 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 by the way, this, the, the topic has changed slightly. This is more of a... What would you do if you didn't have any, like, you know, quote unquote, like adult responsibilities and stuff? I like this topic. It's a little bit different than the last one. All right. All right. But, Gunner, what would you do? So, actually, I'm not sure if this is being, because, you know, I guess, you know, nobody from my workplace actually listens to this fucking thing. So, you know, I'll speak with impunity, but I'm looking at. People can believe what they want. You don't have to be specific. This is a yeah. this is a completely hypothetical question. So I, hypothetical. Yeah. Um, I'm you know like I said I've uh, I I've had a I've had a pretty stable job for the last time you know for quite a while and you know I, I've I've had my ups and downs in it but like I, I it, you know I figure in the middle of the world's you know like one of the the fucking greatest financial catastrophes in my my adult human life uh you know and you know the start of the twentieth century. At the you know at the time when I should be planning for my retirement, you know what's the perfect time now? Uh, doing my job, making a bu- you know fixing up a bus, you know, doing the equivalent of quit my job, fixing a bus up, and traveling across America to find the the spirit of tomorrow, or more literally just um growing mushrooms and uh, you know working on robots high in the hills of uh, Mooresville. What's the profit margin on mushrooms? Um. It depends on the mushroom. Actually, so ironically, I also decided to start a business that like is really dependent on like restaurants being in business, which is uh, a little fucking tricky now that you're saying because they always need them. They they always need the mushrooms. Mushrooms mushrooms are not really a a a shelf stable product. Okay, so (laughs) so like, I mean, aren't there some like really cool mushrooms though that like you can only find by like foraging? Well, I mean, yes, you have to, to to grow them. You actually have to be kind of knowledgeable and you know maintain a. Because like I was, it's a lot. It's a lot of science. I was talking to your um, science. Your your future um, brother-in-law Noah. Is his name Noah? Yes. 
What up, Noah? I hope you listened to our podcast. I talked about you, and I remembered your name. Join um, the eight, become nine. No, actually, yeah. yes. He, well, he and, he and I are smash that like button. Smash podcast that like doesn't button. have one, subscribe. but smash it anyway. Make it. Make a like button. Draw one. Etch it into Find your a like button. Screen. Um, but yeah, so With I was keys. talking to Noah, and he was he was talking about foraging because he's he's a potential mushroom business partner with you, right? Am I am I right about well, that? Well, actually, yes. That, 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 that we're, we're actually the plan was is that yes, we were we were collaborating on that. So he and he knew he knew some stuff. I mean, I don't know. I I can't really corroborate anything that he says because I don't know anything about mushrooms except for the the two different types that I buy at the store, which is like like a bright version of a small mushroom and then like a slightly grayer version of the same mushroom. Yeah, Those, that's what uh, I buy. I think they're mini portobellos or something. Keep, yeah, do you baby not bellows? What'd you say? Well, they're they're kind of baby uh, bellows. Baby bellows, yeah. Do not eat portobellos raw. No, I always cook cook my baby bellows. No, there's used- there's actually like a precursor to rocket propellant in them, and it's actually highly carcinogenic. Ooh. Okay. Well. Okay. So let's let's assume that that I'm taking your advice <laughs> and I'm not eating raw um, uh, portobellos. But he was talking about um, something called. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Is it called chicken of the forest? Yeah, chicken yeah, of the chi- forest chi- is chicken, great. Chicken of the forest. Yep. Can you buy that? Kind of tastes like can, chicken. Can you only get yes, it from you the can forest? Get- well, no, so there's two things, which is that it's mushroom. Mushrooms are like one of those overlap foods. So like the, it's, you know, like fish for the most part is not something that we farm. I mean, like there are farmed fish. Yes, there is most aquaculture for eat, sure. But a lot of it is that you eat yeah, wild is caught. Wild caught. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms are kind of the inverse thing where like, you know, it's it's one of those things where the domestic, you know, the, the, the cultivated variety and the like forage varieties, there's a lot of overlap. What do you mean by but, overlap? Yeah, ch- You're saying that, well, that that there's a lot of mushrooms that can be grown like in yes. a greenhouse type thing. And I say greenhouse very, mm-hmm. very generically because I don't know how to grow yes. a mushroom. I just know in Minecraft... I can grow a mushroom, but I don't think it's the same. In Minecraft, I just get a mushroom, and then I just I I put it into the dirt, I, and then I make sure that there's a ceiling, and then I then I put bone meal on it, and so then it side grows question, a gigantic mushroom. <laughs> side question, Gunner. Um, in Massachusetts, there is a I believe it's a township uh, that is seriously looking into because right now. Uh, uh, marijuana is is uh, it's completely legal. It's uh, you can buy it at dispensaries. You don't need a, a license. There is now a township uh, in Massachusetts that is seriously pushing for litigation, for local litigation anyway, to allow um, you know magic mushrooms or whatever hallucinogenic mushrooms uh, for medicinal use to help. Like you know, um, I believe it's it's pretty. It's been found pretty useful in the research that I've seen anyway in not only Alzheimer's patients, but people with um, other, like, mental illness, other mental yeah. illnesses. Well, you so, know, because the, the, the hot thing in programming is, is uh, what they call microdosing. Yes. Which is that you, you basically just kind of are constantly, mildly out of your fucking mind versus uh-huh. completely out of your fucking mind because it actually induces neurogenesis. 
Oh, so, it, but is that something that's on the table or is that just completely outlawed are, in the area that you would be growing them? Oh, not New York. Well, it, not New York, not New York, but I, I'm, I'm looking strictly at like food. Well, actually it's food mushrooms and not like mind trippy medicinal ones like fucking, um, why is my brain farting? I can't. The 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 fuck the the ones that grow in insects. You know yeah, those things. The, the, yeah, those the, things the are scary as fuck. But well, yeah, they they, actually... like, they make grasshoppers like like commit suicide or like the grasshopper will just like hop back to his like hop, hop back to where the other grasshoppers yeah. are, and then like a spike will come out of his head, and all of a sudden they'll all be dead. Yeah, like mass fucking genocide on the micro this itty bitty scale. The so Ophiocordyceps. Cordyceps mushroom, yes. Yeah. Are you buying are, are you are you gonna make those? Are you gonna kill some grasshoppers? Well, I mean it depends because actually it's like, you know, moth larva is a popular you know, a popular what? medium. What? What? What did you just say? Moth 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 larva? Yeah. It's yeah. a popular what? Medium for growing them. You're saying, okay? Can you rewind? Wait, says yeah, like he just knows yeah. this. Well, rewind. no, it's <laughs> what are moth you larva about? is just they're they're it's it's they're just baby they're moth eggs. Uh huh. Yeah, they're basically way they're, easier. They're basically so it's, yeah, it's easier for the. I assume anyway, it's easier for the mushroom to take take over and and cultivate because it's a baby. Does yes. that mean that they're not that they couldn't be vegan? They're non-vegan mushrooms. Because you killed moth vegan mushrooms. Yeah, definitely yes. not. Dude, I never would have thought of a mushroom as being like non-vegan friendly. So well, you, you can actually you can yes. How the well, hell do you, again, how like, do you cultivate moth moth larvae? You, you, you just, just put like curtains from my house inside a box and just hope they show up? Yes. You you you, you decide that one you're gonna have one room that's gonna have relative heat. Mm -hmm. And that you're never going to have company over because it's going to smell really fucking weird. And what would you use those those that those mushrooms for though, Gunnar? Like, so, what are those uh, used well, for? Well, again, because actually, the if you follow the Paul Stamets protocol mm -hmm. there, but the cordyceps, especially with mushrooms with uh, quasi psychoactive properties, uh, induces mm -hmm. neural regeneration. So oh, it's okay. One. So, so it if would you have nerve mushroom. damage or something like that. Well, not even that necessarily. It's it's like to Wade's point. That's where you get the three. You get you, you you need the three of them, but effectively between the the repair mechanisms, the repair enzymes that are in cordyceps, the mm -hmm. the the particular protein, you know, the the particular aminoids that are in the psilocybin family and whatnot. Um, hear what the heck the other one is, but what what happens is it effectively causes Nerves that are injured either through uh, damage to the sheaths or from effectively scarring on the surface mm -hmm. to become receptive to cellular repair mechanisms again. I I I, so, I understand that they have some 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 additional uses, but I guess what I'm still a bit unsure about is, um, first of all. Like growing growing a mushroom on a larva seems like you end up with a very very small amount of mushroom. Am I wrong? Well, you also don't need a lot of mushroom for that to, to, 
for the okay, so it's potent. So, so, so a small amount is good. You got your mar moth, yes. your moth larva, and you have your little itty bitty tiny mushrooms, well, but they're so potent that they're good. But the other part is, is that is it legal to sell those? Those are, well, as long as you're not selling it for actual, I mean, like, you know, besides the delicacy, as long as you're not uh -huh. explicitly selling it as a medicinal product. So what would you be selling it for? Well, I mean, besides flavor, besides creepy flavor potential, I mean, like really, what do you, it would be wait, what do you it's, mean it's, it's creepy it's, flavor potential? Like, first of all, this is a fungus, which, which drives, which drives itself through a grasshopper and kills it. Right. We're talking about the same thing, yes. right? Yeah, so yeah, it drives, it, 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 it drives it, it, a spear through the head of a of a grasshopper. It, it's fucking crazy looking. So this is digestible by a human somehow, and it doesn't drive a spear through yeah. us, but it can actually alter our our brain, is what you're saying. But it's not like a hallucinogen. No. So would this kind of be like the equivalent of like selling selling vitamins, where you're like, sorry, this is not a dietary supplement. Like you have to say that. Is that kind of where it yeah, is? Yeah, like a holistic. It's, 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 we're not going to talk about it treatment. You know, it's it's like elderberry syrup or something like that. Yeah. Like you know, you get that. You get your 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 immunity. You know. So it's, the next part is is how do you how do you sell them? I mean, is there a huge demand for them in a very very small so, supply? So you know you're going to sell, or is it more of like? You got to go around it's, and it's educate like, it's, it's it's like Chinese. It's like the wild. It, actually, have you seen the hillbilly ginseng series? Either of you guys? No. Oh. Could you uh, so, could you sell these to like a lab? Like uh, to well, like it, it depends. It depends on like how things are going too. Because it, 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 you know, like well, with this administration, I think it's safe to say. As far as well, I can't even say it's safe to say that, but I'd imagine there'll be a little more lax on regulation of of drugs. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we, the thing is, is that you're not gonna, you know, for the scale that I can even begin to operate at, I am not, you know, like you'd have to be like that greenhouse in Wampsville. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Start doing a lab, you know, like that's to do that's what? that kind of thing. Oh, to be able to provide well, to it to do, labs. To, they need that yeah, much of, that, like of this the, that grasshopper killer mushroom. They need that much. They they need something. Of, well, I, around that, not that I mean, exact footprint. Wouldn't it cost? Wouldn't it, it cost you like a lot of human labor to to scrape the itty miniature mushrooms off of all those larvae? Well, and this is this is where the other thing comes. You know, and again, what is it? It's it's the it's the flip side of you know maybe this is where I'm overly ambitious. Mm -hmm. This is the flip side of this, which is that right now, the the way that actually are you know it's it's like the people who make money selling alpacas in the United States, you know, the people who make money from alpacas mm -hmm. are the people who sell alpacas to other people who are stupid trying to make money off of alpacas. Okay. And the people who make the people who make money growing mushrooms to a large extent, mm -hmm. uh. You know, I mean, there's the hustle of actually selling food mushrooms and stuff like that, too, which is actually pretty, pretty decent, like a pretty decent, solid income. OK, I mean, but, especially, you know, compare, you know, compare, really where the money is, is, you know, in that that regards is selling culture, basically selling the stuff so to other people so to selling, grow mushrooms. So, so, like, so you wouldn't be making mushrooms at all. You'd be making mushroom kits. Well, I, I, my thing is I would be growing mushrooms, but it's also like y y you're growing mushrooms to ensure the quality of the lines of mushrooms that you're cultivating. 
Mm. Now, so, what about the what about like, this chicken of the forest though? Like, wait, you you knew exactly awesome. what I was talking about. I it, Shauna taught me about this. I don't know if it's you just the mushroom that kind of tastes like chicken. Yeah, can you go well, by? So yes, do you know? Do you, are you familiar with corn? The the brand corn, the brand, not banned. The food brand corn. Like I this thing that shoots in lighter song, right? Oh, now, I hate you. No, <laughs> um, no, I I'm not familiar. No. Okay, corn, which by the way, Trace, uh, blows the fucking morning star chick patties out of the water. Okay. Um, they are a fungus based. Um, chicken chick patty like oh. alternative chicken patty and they're great i i'm i love corn so like aren't, aren't, i don't aren't they like a are they like a fungus mixed with an egg or something right no or, they're vegan they, okay they're 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 completely vegan I'm okay pretty sure well you know what i say that i'm pretty sure i saw the v on the box but i could be wrong how do you spell corn q u o r n oh i've heard of them yes yes i've heard of them i not specifically you know what? Um, I've yeah, had no, some it, other says, it says they're, ve- I, they're vegan. I have had some of their chicken products. I believe my brother, who is vegan, um, exposed me to them. Of course, I don't think he'd eat your mushrooms, Gunner. Not if you're growing them on, on little little moth well, larvae. He eats a chick patty log full of that. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's not all like, of them. They, they're in separate buildings. Um, you make okay, sure that so- they don't fucking escape. So corn, you're saying that corn actually Q U O R N corn um, uses this this uh, some type of fungus um, for its protein instead of using a more traditional um, bean like a soybean or Correct. or something along those lines. Um, but but you you mentioned them after we were talking about this this chicken of the forest. So the reason I bring this up is, is because this chicken of the forest is just a mushroom that grows in the forest that tastes like chicken. Corn, mm-hmm. I think because they, I don't know if they're made with this same mushroom, mm-hmm. but they are made with fung, fungi. Uh, and they, it's, it's honestly the closest to chicken that I've ever had as far as a meat substitute yeah. food. But is this something By you far. can buy? Is it something like have you guys seen corn chicken or of chicken in the, the forest? The chicken of the forest. I've have seen it seen growing. It? Yeah. Right. But, but have not, you seen it in in, in stores? Can it be grown or does it like die like hours after you pick it? Like, I have no idea. It won't be hours after you pick it, but. Oh my goodness! Made from processed mold. <laughs> Well, no, actually, because I, 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 I what's made okay, for process is, more? What's made more, for actually, process? No, this 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 is actually this is actually I remember hearing about this because the the actual like fungus chicken of the woods by the derived, way. Well, yeah, but it's a freezer, chicken of the woods. Yes. But the actual fungus that corn is derived from was actually one that was found out in a pasture in England back in the the like late sixties. Because they've used it for a whole bunch of things. Because the whole the whole deal with it is that the 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 fungus itself, the fruit on it, actually has fibers like a muscle. Huh. So it forms Makes the sense. same texture. It forms the same texture. You know, like it's one of the few I'm, things that actually forms a meat texture. I'm telling you, dude, the shit is amazing. I don't know if you can buy chicken of the forest in like a grocery store, though. Um, you can buy chicken, chicken of the, the woods, woods, but you have Sorry. to go chicken to a farmer's Well, chicken of the woods, you have to, you have to do it, it at a farmer's market. Well, no, because the, pro- the problem is, is that portabellas, like, are super easy to grow. 
Um, so they just do them, you know, like it basically, it basically, it's literally you just put a tray of shit and drop mushroom spores on it, and a portobello will grow out of it. They do the other ones, you know, like the other. The, the problem is, is that mushrooms also don't keep once they're, you know, like they're very, like they're a very, they're there, you know, they're ripe now. Mm-hmm. You eat them now. Right. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that you could make some money with like? Like a like a YouTube channel that just streams the slow process of these mushrooms growing. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it play a synthesizer as it's growing. It's gonna it's be a, it's just gonna a be mushrooms gonna, gonna grow. Uh, oh, you know what? You can have yeah. all the the non dead non dead moth maggots play it. Yes. Then and then when the mushrooms uh, when the mushrooms touch, they'll start they'll st- they'll st- the music will change. It'll be voices instead. Each other. It'll be tones well, no, and then voices when they touch. You think there'll be a lot of penis jokes in the comments? Oh, probably. Yeah. Some mushrooms look a, look a lot like penis. My suggestion, guys, oh, yes. lean into it. Lean into the penis jokes. No, it's 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 yes, it's actually it's it's part of my multimedia strat. As I was coming up with my underpants gnome uh, <laughs> at the profit list at work while I was waiting for a program to compile today. Is, is it going to be the phallic fungus? Is that going to be your YouTube handle? Mushroom. Well, I mean. The stamp master. So I was thinking, well, because the farm, the, 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 the overall farm is Utopia Planitia. I was thinking Utopia Panitia, but uh, Panice, Panicia. <laughs> but uh, that sounds classy. It does. It does. You, you, Uto- op- you open the where we, where we murder, we murder moth larvae and turn them into your food. Listen. Well, see, because the, the vast the majority. Insects, not including arachnids. They would eat you and everyone you care about. And arachnids would too. It's the same thing with fish. There's well, no soul there. You don't have to worry. I think, fish, so, I think fish would eat themselves if they knew that they were tasty. They do. Chickens do. Yeah, chickens oh, are like dinosaurs, so whenever I eat chicken, I actually don't eat a ton of chicken, but uh, I love eggs. to be honest you know with you, when I eat like... What's that? Get, yeah, they love they eggs. They love eggs. You gotta oh, make sure they don't know they can eat them. Yeah, once they find out they can yeah. eat them, they're done. Yeah, They've all become. You gotta take, the, you gotta, you gotta take their heads out. In the gang. Yeah, yes. isn't that crazy? In, in the gang. It, it, like in people feed, like it's one of the nicest snacks. They get so happy when you feed them cooked eggs. It's so bizarre. Yikes. I mean, I, I I'm down for some placenta pate here and there, but I I don't know. I don't know if I would be down for for the whole egg experience. I always. I, I always feel horrendously conflicted because you know the the whole point of having livestock is that like nothing ever actually goes to waste as far as like when you cook food, mm-hmm. you know it's like oh just throw it out of it you know it's like, and when you have the one chicken burrito that's been sitting in the fridge too long and you just throw it to the chickens it's like, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> have that guys. So messed yeah, up. That's yeah. how like that's how like chronic wasting disease was created. We're like, <laughs> like yeah, let's feed animals to to to, to themselves. Well, and then really all of a sudden, their cere- it was feeding their central nervous systems to each other is really what kind of fucked us. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like 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 nature's like, no, you can't do that. Here's one of the worst yeah, things that could possibly happen to you. It's a it's a new disease, and we invented it just for you. And it's because you decided to feed this animal to itself. And it's not just one animal. It's like 
like what is it with cow? It's mad cow disease, right? We created that by feeding yeah. cows to cows. Well, there's there's then, there's there's chronic wasting disease in deer. Yep, and we created that by feeding deer to deer. <laughs> well, not no no not not deer to deer. It's 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 effectively bad software. And what happened? What would happen is that they deer would either get cattle feed in the in the open, or hunters would use it to bait them. And the problem is, is that the cattle feed was contaminated with Bessie and you know the little bits, and you introduce that bad prion into the deer population. And it, you know, it just, it, it you know, it's a, it, again, it just, it takes one and then it just, it, it's like COVID. It just takes, it takes, it just takes the right amount of exposure. And it's like, well, I guess this is a fucking thing now. Everybody well, there? I think we're there. We're over at this point, I think. I'm going to start making some there? Clarice jokes, but. I've cut it off. Wait, and as I. Wait, do you. How, how, how many dick, how many dick mushrooms can I put you down for a week? I mean, depends on the cost, I guess, but so long as you're growing them, I'll keep taking them. <laughs> Just spread them apart so they don't touch tips. It's true. What, what if, what if I human centipede that shit? Even oh. better. It's more, or it's, 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 it's more uh, shipping friendly that way. I don't even know what that means. We're not going to know because I, well, I'm turning into a pumpkin as we speak, and I am, it's time to it's time to ritualistically sacrifice the show. Once again, everyone, thank you for uh, listening. Um, appreciate your comments, your feedback, um, and the likes and listens. Share with your friends. Share with your enemies. Share with everyone. Uh, with that, I don't really think of anything else to say. So, uh, Gunner, take us on out of here. Come on, Red Snake. Come on, Red Snake. Come on. Shakti Day. Come on.